Good morning, my friend. It is Saturday, and I'm excited to be here with you. It's self-brain surgery Saturday, right? Hey, I'm Dr. Lee Warren. If you're new around here, this podcast is all about smashing neuroscience into faith and seeing what happens when we learn the art of self-brain surgery to change our minds so we can become healthier, feel better, and be happier because you can't change your life until you change your mind. So self-brain surgery Saturday is all about the different little techniques that you can use to get better control of your thinking, your thought processes, and that will help you hold on to hope, have more resilience, and fight for faith no matter what happens in your life. Today, I'm bringing you one of the early self-brain surgery episodes that I wrote years ago on the on the old You Start Today podcast, the, the Lousy Attitude Lobotomy. <laughs> lousy Attitude Lobotomy is a great technique to learn when you just are grumpy and you're just not processing things well and you sometimes do a thought biopsy and the diagnosis is hey i'm just grumpy i have a bad attitude about this and this added this episode will help you kind of learn how to look for that and learn how to figure it out and what to do about it when you struggle with the lousy attitude i'm gonna play it um as is uh, with the setup that i used to the last time i brought this back which was back in season three because uh, i kind of explained the whole process you're going to hear me talk a little bit about thanksgiving and writing my book and stuff that has already happened but if you've never heard it i think it's worthwhile and it will help you get a little hold on lousy attitudes and it will always it'll help you start today Good morning, my friend. It is Saturday, 27 November 2021. Hope you've had a great Thanksgiving week. We've had a good time here. The weather's been a little cold, but wonderful. Lisa made an amazing feast on Thanksgiving Day, as we talked about yesterday. And I just want to give you something today. I'm not going to take much time. I'm in the middle of writing. I'm almost done with this book. It's so close. I'm in the last six, 7,000 words. It's almost there, so keep praying for me. Uh, and we'll have this book wrapped up and hopefully sold by the end of the year to a publisher and uh, some news hopefully coming in the first part of next year about when this book will be released. And it's just, you know, it's growing fast, but it's taking a little bit longer than I wanted it to. But but I've never written a book inside the span of a single calendar year, and I didn't write the first word of this one until April. So it's, it's coming along faster historically for me, uh, but it feels like it's just almost across the finish line. So please pray. I'm going to bring you an old episode this morning. I'm, I'm in the part of a book where I'm actually writing about um, the self-brain surgery technique that I call lobotomize your lousy attitudes. And the fact is, around the holidays, sometimes we just get grumpy. If we're, if we're, I recognize it in myself. Like I, I'm missing my son. I'm missing the fact that we were supposed to be in San Antonio with our other kids, some of our other kids and grandkids, and that didn't work out for, like I said yesterday, reasons that we'll discuss later. Um, and you know, the, the situation, the global situation right now is messing with us again, as it has for two years. Um, and everybody's just tired of it. And sometimes you just get grumpy. And I, I just realized I had to kind of check myself. I was, I was sad a little bit on Thanksgiving day. And I told you the story about the drumsticks and the wishbones and all that. And I was missing Mitch and Josh and all the kids. And I just had a bad attitude in my internally, nothing really happened, but I just recognized that I was sort of fuming about some of these things that I couldn't control. And one of the things that you need to do when you recognize, when you do a thought biopsy and you realize that the problem is actually you, surprise, we always want it to be somebody else, but sometimes it's just that you just have a lousy attitude about something. And when that's the biopsy result, you got to do a, a lobotomy. You got to get rid of that lousy attitude. You have to, as my dad used to say, turn that frown upside down, right? It sounds silly, but it's actually true. So I'm going to play you an old episode from way back, episode three of the You Start Today podcast, Lobotomize Lousy Attitudes. I think I've shared it with you before. 
but it's available only to the patrons right now, so I'm going to bring it back to you. At the end of that episode, we're going to segue into Toby Mac's song, Speak Life, because that's really what you need to do. Speak life into those lousy attitudes. Be careful when you're in a lousy attitude. Be very careful because one of the things that your brain wants to do is offload that negative chemistry, and you'll turn it into harmful words that you'll say to people that you love. You'll you'll build up this tension of having a bad attitude or being in a bad mood or getting up on the wrong side of the bed, and you'll blow it out by picking on something and somebody else that makes you feel better. You'll vent that harmful negative emotion, and then you got two problems. you got your lousy attitude, and you've hurt somebody's feelings or you've injured somebody with your words. And remember the five-to-one rule that f- negative words affect other people five times more powerfully than positive ones do. So it takes a lot of work to unwind something harmful or hateful that you say. And really, sometimes you just say them because you have a lousy attitude. You need to straighten that up and take care of yourself and get yourself situated. And that's what that episode's about. That's what that song's about. Remember the proverb that says, a fitful word is like an apple of gold. Right, like a golden apple, like like a good word does a lot of good. Harmful word does a lot of bad. So speak life into those problems. Lobotomize your lousy attitudes. I'm going to write. I'm just giving you this. So you have something today to think about as you head into the last month of this year. We're going to kind of we're going to take do it December, and we're going to just take 31 days to eat that elephant one bite at a time and get situated for next year. But today there's going to be Iron Bowl and some rivalry games. We watched Nebraska get their heart broke again yesterday. Just so sad that they blew a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter. It was just heartbreaking. So if you have a lousy attitude about football, take care of that. Silly. Don't don't be in a bad mood about that. And I hope you have some friends and family and some good times this weekend before you have to go back to work. We're praying for you. We love you. Don't forget WLE1MD.com slash prayer. WLE1MD.com slash newsletter if you want to get connected to the newsletter community. It's funny when I listen to these old episodes because I scripted them. I was so nervous doing a podcast that I scripted them. And I didn't know how to run the editing software yet. So if I made a mistake, I would record the whole thing over. So poor Lisa would watch me record these 15 or 20-minute episodes three or four times because I was so bad at the technology part of all this. And uh, and now it's so much better. But I I can't imagine what she thought when I first said I was going to do a podcast. But (laughs) my darling wife put up with me. And uh, now look where we are. So I hope you're doing well. WLE1MD.com slash newsletter. Leave us a voicemail if you have something you want to talk about. WLE1MD.com slash voicemail. Here's Lobotomize Your Lousy Episodes. <laughs> See, I told you I used to have recorded the whole thing all over again. Here's Lobotomize Your Lousy Attitudes from episode three of the You Start Today podcast way back in the day. And we'll go right from that into Toby Mac's song, Speak Life. And as always, my friend, you start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done. If you like the show, 
please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. The baseball player Wade Boggs said that a positive attitude causes a chain reaction of positive thoughts, events, and outcomes. He went on to say that it's a catalyst and it sparks extraordinary results. And I don't know if Wade Boggs had a major in neuroscience or not, but he was exactly right. Positive attitudes cause all kinds of good things to happen in our lives. In this episode of You Start Today, we're going to take a look at thought patterns and attitudes that can hurt us. We last week talked about something called a bad thought biopsy. And we're going to take those biopsy results and really dig in to see if we can't lobotomize the lousy attitudes that are holding our happiness hostage. I want to tell you a story. When I was a little kid, my dad used to wake me up every Sunday morning at 5 a.m. Good morning. It's going to be a great day, he'd say. He'd come barging into my room, yelling and all happy and positive, clapping his hands. And I'd pull the covers over my head and roll back over and pull the pillow down over my ears and fall back asleep. And five minutes later, Dad would pop back into my room with his old trombone from high school marching band, and he'd be playing something like When the Saints Go Marching In or some other way too loud song that he might have played pretty well back in high school. But, boy, did it sound terrible to an adolescent trying to sleep. Dad, cut it out, I would say. Come on, Lee, it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Get up. And that's when I would inevitably say it. Dad, do we have to go to church today? And my dad would smile far too happily for five in the morning. And he would say, no, we get to go to church today. It took me years to figure out why my dad was so insistent on us having a good attitude all the time. He used to quote Dale Carnegie, who wrote books like How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he'd quote Zig Ziglar, who wrote books called Positive Kids in a Negative World or Raising Positive Kids in a Negative World. My dad would use his first two fingers to physically touch my face and say, Hey, turn that frown upside down whenever I was grumpy. He taught us all not to complain and bellyache about feeling bad or being tired or being upset about something. He would listen to us talk about how impossible something was, and he would say something like, can't never did anything. And I would roll my eyes every time. Dad, I would say, why do I have to act so happy all the time, even when I don't feel happy? And he would smile and say, because your attitude determines how your day goes, son. You see, life doesn't always go like you want it to. But you get to decide whether you control your attitude or whether you're going to let circumstances control you. And I promise you'll be happier if you choose to feel happy no matter what happens. My dad patiently taught us scriptures and gave examples of people whose emotions drove their decisions. And he would point out other people who seemed unflappable, even when bad things were happening in their lives. And if you fast forward 30 years, I'm all grown up. 
I've got lots of life experiences, and as I've told you, some of them are very negative. But I've spent my whole life studying the human nervous system and trying to understand why people do what they do in sickness and in health. And guess what? My dad was right. As a neuroscientist and a brain surgeon, I have seen directly how people with positive attitudes are more likely to survive major illness, they recover more quickly after surgery, and they live happier, healthier lives even when their circumstances are bad. In the show notes, I've included a link to a great article from the Mayo Clinic in case you don't believe me. Now, motivational speakers, people like Tony Robbins, writers like Zig Ziglar and Dale Carnegie, and countless other people have made their fortunes preaching the gospel of good attitude. They've helped millions of people who didn't have a dad like mine, or maybe even didn't have a trombone. But as it turns out, the secret is really rooted in brain science. Now, I'm not going to bore you with a bunch of medical stuff. There's lots of podcasts that get into all of the details of this. But suffice it to say that thinking positive thoughts changes your brain chemistry, and it affects everyone around you. Think of it as a neurotransmitter domino effect. If you walk into a room with a huge smile on your face and greet everyone with lots of energy and power and presence, it lifts the mood of the whole room, doesn't it? Or if you can't imagine being that person, just think of somebody you know who's a complainer. Whenever you say, how are you today? They're the one who always answers, I'm tired, I've got a cold, or I'm having a bad day. You know that person, right? The one who never seems happy. When they walk into a room, it's like the life gets sucked out. The lights even dim, it feels like, and everybody in the room feels worse than they did before the lousy attitude person came in. So if you know that the primary determinant of how you feel is your brain chemistry, and if you further know that you can affect your brain chemistry by the messages you say to yourself and the decisions you make about how you carry yourself, then that means that you have a choice in how you feel. And as I've said before, don't misunderstand me. Sometimes there are medical reasons to feel depressed and anxious. And as a disclaimer, like I always say, I am not telling you that thought and mood disorders aren't real. They are. Chemical imbalances in the brain can cause real medical problems, and sometimes those are life and death. And if your brain's not working properly, you need medical attention. So do not substitute advice on a podcast or advice on a blog for real medical advice from your physician if things aren't working right in your head. You can read Dr. Daniel Amen's amazing book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, to learn more about how our brain chemistry affects the way we behave. And I've talked about that book before, and I don't know Dr. Amen and have no affiliation with him. But boy, did he write a great book, and he's helped a lot of people understand how their brain chemistry really changes. Really, Changing your brain chemistry really can affect and produce positive change in your life. Like I said before, talk to your doctor if you're struggling with serious mood or thought issues and seek help immediately if you're having suicidal thoughts or any kind of really harmful thoughts. But for most of us, 
The major problem is one that we can fix ourselves. Here's what I'm saying. You can control your attitude. And when you do, you can determine to feel better and be happier no matter what happens. You can separate your attitude from your circumstance. Now, bad things will happen in your life, and I've shared a lot of my own struggles in the first two episodes of this podcast. But when bad things happen, they can only take the joy from your life if you let them. You can't avoid bad things happening. There's going to be car wrecks, and people are going to die, and someone's going to leave you or hurt you, or something bad's going to happen in your business. But you get to decide, my friend. You are in charge of whether or not you're happy. In this one little bit of brain surgerization will make a huge difference in your life. The thing that cracks me up the most about all this is that I've studied brain science for years to learn what my dad already knew. And he learned it from the Bible. If you want a primer on having true joy in spite of your external circumstances, you can read a little book that was written by a guy who was singing while he was in prison. That little book is called Philippians, and it's in the Bible. I'll put a link in the show notes. This isn't a Bible podcast, but the book of Philippians tells the story of a man who was incredibly joyous while terrible bad things were happening to him because he chose to embrace the positive, hold on to his faith, and be happy in spite of his circumstance. So check it out, the book of Philippians. Now before our next episode... I want you to start lobotomizing your lousy attitudes. When I go to the operating room and perform a lobotomy, that's intended to remove brain tissue that's harmful to the patient, to get rid of it, to produce a positive change. Now, nowadays, we don't really do lobotomies to control people's behavior, but sometimes we do them to remove brain tumors or damaged areas from trauma. But when I'm talking about lobotomizing your lousy attitude, I want you to cut that thing out. If you're the person who always feels tired and you tell everybody you feel tired, guess what? You're going to feel more tired and nobody's going to want to talk to you. So before the next episode, there's three things I want you to do. Number one, make a decision to be positive when you meet other people today. For some of us, this will take practice. When somebody asks how you've been, don't say, man, I've been so busy. Instead, say, I'm well, even if you don't feel it. Why? Because you'll feel better by focusing on the positive, and you'll make the other person feel better too, and both of your brain chemistries will improve. I also want you to aggressively seek out and remove negative words from your I am statements. And swap them for actions that will produce positive change. Replace I am fat, for example, with today I'm going to take the stairs instead of the elevator some. And I want you to work to change certain attitudes that you might not think are harmful, but that can position you to have negative thoughts. A good example of this is the person who says, I am not a morning person, and boy, don't wake me up early or I'll be in a bad mood all day. See, this type of mental positioning ought to be avoided because you're setting yourself up to have negative thoughts that will produce bad outcomes for your day. So instead, say something like, I'm not a morning person, but I sure am glad I get to be alive today. I'm glad I woke up this morning. 
Those suggestions might sound silly, but trust me, focusing on the positive and acting try, actively trying to get negative thoughts and statements out of your brain has been scientifically proven to produce more happiness, get better brain chemistry, less stress, and improved health. If you get rid of those thought diseases by giving yourself a lousy attitude lobotomy, you'll feel better. I promise. Here's a confession. My biggest thought habit that I need to lobotomize is complaining about being busy. Truth is, everybody's busy and nobody cares or will feel sorry for me about complaining over it. Derek Halpern of SocialTriggers.com has a great post about how people use the excuse of being busy to avoid doing things that they really ought to be doing. So make your decision. Change your life and start today. I'll put a link to that Derek Halpern article in my show notes, by the way. But if you make your decision about what you're going to lobotomize and you start working on it today, you can accomplish real-life change. And guess what? You'll become healthier, feel better, and be happier. Change your life. Start today. You can do it. It's not brain surgery. perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable broken live or die so speak
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.